Hello. Something you should know about me is I am a huge proponent of making a mess. If you're not ready, if you wait for your for, to be ready, sometimes it'll never happen. So I just wanted to get this message out today and I want to keep it brief because there's so much more to come. My name is Teresa Rodden. I'm an author. I have four, three or four books out there right now. And I'm uh, four books and I'm also a coach. I've been coaching since 2007, 2008, officially started coaching around sobriety in 2012 with Pink Cloud Coaching. And last year through unfortunate circumstances, nothing to do with business, everything to do with my personal life and a little frustration with my company or my coaching practice, I walked away. And I walked away because my message just wasn't getting through. It was just, it was frustrating. And at, no matter how many times I try to tell people I don't coach alcoholism, I am not an alcoholic. I just haven't drank for 20 years. I don't subscribe to that language. Inevitably, whoever I, I am talking to, they say, oh, I know somebody who's an alcoholic. And they just, it, the message is missed. So... Welcome to Sober or Exploring Sober. We're going to talk about what sober truly means, what it means biblically, 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 and what it means by Webster and the origin of the word. And it has nothing to do with abstinence. That is something that was hijacked by the recovery community back in the 70s. And if we truly want to live sober, then we have to desire to want to have a clear mind and we have to have meaning and purpose in our life. We have to have something we're focused on. It's really that simple. Now I understand simple doesn't mean easy. And if I hadn't had my husband's experience along with mine, because I was pretty much a one and done. When I stopped, decided to stop drinking, I stopped drinking. I never picked up again. It's been 20 years, but my husband was a different story. He was in and out of the rooms of alcoholics from the age of 17 until 35. And when I left, he left with me and he hasn't had a drink in over 20 years. So there is a method to my madness. There is absolutely, it works. It works for the clients that I've worked with for over 10 years with Pink Cloud Coaching. But more importantly, we've got to be able to stop the programming and the priming of what society tells us about our habit of alcohol. If you find yourself in a rut and you're practicing drinking, you're, you're developing that habit, you're doing it night after night after night, it, of course it's going to be hard to stop that pattern. We are creatures of habit. But that doesn't mean that you have a brain disease. Now, if you subscribe to that belief system, this probably isn't for you. If I were you, I'd step away and I'd go somewhere else and listen to something that's more fitting, more palatable for you. But if you're curious, keep listening. Because neuroscience tells us that if our brain that our brain continues to change. It's more like a plant than it is like a machine. So once you start putting in new information and start taking different actions and you start repeating those actions, guess what? You, you start creating a new pathway, a new neural pathway, and you can override the old behavior. So you can change your brain. 
think about it this way. I asked a friend of mine who I had coffee with this past week. He got sober through, and he is still a current member in good standing with Alcoholics Anonymous. And I asked him, I said, do you believe that stroke victims who actually lose part of their brain, do you believe that they can learn how to talk and walk and read and and, and function again? And he says, yes. And I said, well, if you believe that, then why can't you believe that your brain can readjust, regrow, redevelop, reformat to where you could not ever struggle with alcohol again without having to constantly remind yourself that you have a disease and that your disease is out in the parking lot doing push-ups, waiting to take you down. It just doesn't make any sense. It's not common sense. So if you're curious and you want to hear smart conversations and curious conversations, then plug in, subscribe. I'm going to interview people who are both in AA and not in AA. And my hope for you is that you just find peace and freedom from something that is costing you life. If you are misusing or abusing alcohol and you're not fully engaged in life, that's costly. We only get one. We only have one life to live that we can remember. And I want you to make the best of it. And I want you to be on purpose and intentional. I want you to have a clear mind so you can make memories and moments matter. I'm Teresa Rodden. So subscribe to the channel, share it with your friends. This is not to beat up on Alcoholics Anonymous. If it works for you, hooray, yay. I am so happy for you. But if it's not working for you, if you're in and out of the rooms, or if you're just curious about what living life without alcohol or moderating that alcohol would look like, because I don't believe sobriety equals abstinence. I do think there are other important factors in order to live a holy sober life is what I refer to it as in my first book, Holy Sober. If you haven't read it, check it out. It's available on Amazon. W H O L L Y sober. It's a quick memoir about me. It's an easy read and my path and how I was primed to misuse alcohol. I didn't inherit the disease. So find our, our page on in Facebook, there's a group, I'm calling it uh, AA wasn't for me. And there we can have some conversations too. Until next time, take good care of yourself.